Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This episode we're going to be talking about the ooh Silver Age format and the 2021 Modern Age rotation, as well as answer some questions from our man in Japan. This is episode 357. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me, like always, in the studio is your Dial H for Heroclix champion, the Billion Clicks Bruce. What is going on, Simeon? Silver and gold. Silver and gold. The only difference is how old. Silver is not that old. That was a very deadpan way to... I mean, you're not wrong. You're, you're correct. Um, but that was such a just a... And then instant deadpan humor that I've been so accustomed to. Uh, <laughs> humor the past is what several two people years. might call that. Several. Yes. Yeah. Upwards several of... people might think that is funny. Several. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Under 10, but several. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say like... At least, let's see. How would how would a new AG person, um, over a, six uh, people think I am funny? Ooh. Over six people, uh, and so you're like, okay, so it's seven. At least, it's clearly seven, because otherwise you would have said like ten <laughs> or you know a higher number, but you cut it off weird, so it's clearly seven. And I just like yes, seven yeah, people, yeah, yeah. But you really worded it to help your help yourself the most. Given the benefit of the doubt. Well, maybe it's more, but it's probably seven. Yeah, it's probably seven. All right. Uh, we start the show with what made us happy this week. Uh, Simeon, go ahead and start. Do you have a good weekend? you have a good Easter, Simeon? Yeah. I actually didn't to have too bad of a, a weekend. Uh, my Easter weekend um, didn't go back home, but I did hang out with some friends. I uh, just kind of chilled, ate some gross Easter candy. Um the, the one time that Reese's peanut butter cups are good is when they're shaped like Easter whoa, eggs and Christmas trees. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, I'm not, whoa. I'm not about they're that better. cup. They're better. They're better. They're not just good. They're better. Yes, no, the, that the flavor one time is, is amazing. In the entire year. But the cup year. themselves are fine. They're great. Peanut butter pumpkins, trees, and eggs are the only acceptable Reese's. Do not send you're, me you're Reese's me, peanut man. butter cups. Unless they are in one of You're those hurting shapes. Me. You're hurting me, man. Let me tell you something. They are better because there's less chocolate. There's more peanut butter. So they yeah, take, they're yeah. richer. They're delicious. But but peanut butter cups are still good any other day of the year mm. besides holiday season. They're still amazing. Fast breaks are good. The, um, the wafer um, sticks, peanut butter sticks things they make, amazing, great. Uh, peanut butter cups, obviously, big fan. They make ones with pretzels. They make ones with Reese's Pieces in them. Also, Reese's Pieces, just delicious by themselves. I'm, I'm a Reese's stan. If you if you can't tell by this, that's my that's like my I don't want to say kryptonite. It's like my silver bullet. That's what gets me. Reese's, that's my jam, dude. I I can't have you disrespecting. You're not wrong. That's better. That those are better. Like they are substantially better. I love those flavors. I love those shapes. Um, 
but the cups by themselves are still amazing. What is the flavor <laughs> of, of the Reese's egg compared to the Christmas tree egg? Well, they're relatively the same. Uh, <laughs> the flavor is enriched by but the I, I edges. can't have anyone you're you can't i just i can't listen to any any blasphemy about reese's <laughs> peanut butter cups I, I love them too much that's that's my food personal favorite is the fast break bar you can only get it in king size no other size exists um and then they they have i think three different shakes at steak and shake the normal shake where it's both the peanut butter and the chocolate obviously is the best oh yeah um, i will say any any amazing cream is enhanced by tiny peanut butter cups or reese's Absolutely. pieces or whatever um, yeah. So yeah, I will. Or Oreo. I will allow well, that yeah. in, into oh, my you're allow that? dietary constraints of yeah holiday shaped candies. Dietary constraints. <laughs> well, you already had a pretty cold hot take there um, for your thoughts on candy. I'll let you. I'll let you continue. Sorry for getting us on a two minute Reese's cup <laughs> tangent. Um, but that's how much they mean to me. I once ate another quick side story. Uh, one year for my birthday, my brother just got me uh, one pound Reese's cups. They make these; these are things they make, and I just, I just ate them in one sitting as a meal, and I never felt so disgusting in my. I mean, it was still really good. Don't get me wrong. I've seen um, the one pound I felt, Snickers. I felt gross. I felt gross. I think That's I was a lot of chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> so to to continue the food tangent, uh, there was like one of the first Christmases where I was um, out of the house, but like still college student and broke. Um, I came back for Christmas and I was like, oh, I should bring something. So at a gas station on the way back home, I bought one of those one pound Snickers and then just like cut, mm. cut it into sections. And I was like, everyone just looked at me like I was a genius, <laughs> an amazing person. <laughs> No, my family loves me, I believe. Um, wow, Simeon, those were so good. Where'd you get the recipe? And it's like, they'll never know. I just cut up a one-pound Snickers. <laughs> no, it was pretty obvious. The wrapper was still oh. there. So was, uh, Simeon. Yeah, it was no definitely not no sneaky. Tact. But uh, yes, um, what actually made me happy this week was uh, I, finally, I finally got all of my stuff in a group ready to go. And I painted my my little character dude i can't even think of the name yes manticore i say the the name like 20 times uh but yes the manticore has finally been painted um and yeah i had fun i like painting stuff i really do i'm terrible at it but i really like doing it so that's that's Uh, all that definitely tell you were terrible at it that was (laughs) lost on me buddy most people (laughs) do a single base coat i did mostly but I, I like doing just like ridiculous colors. So I'm like, my base coat comes in four colors because I like want to suffer through this painting process. So what people normally do for a base coat, because Simi didn't, didn't really say it, is they, they choose the, the main color, maybe one or two kind of depends. Uh, they choose like the main color of it and they, they paint the whole thing that um, normally I'll spray paint primer, then do a base coat also as spray paint just because i'm a savage um but simeon being more savage than i am just sort of paint just went wild with it it was great it was funny yeah the pre-primed whiz kid stuff i'm not gonna say it holds oh i guess those I, are pre-primed. I still think uh like the rustoleum white and black is the best primers 
for like as far as spray primers go i think those are really solid i don't know i haven't used it on one of the pre-primed ones yet but i in my experience the rust-oleum primer like grabs paint way better and i'm not i'm not saying that as like their pre-primed stuff doesn't grab paint well i'm just saying like it seems easier to use like runnier paints on the pre-primed or on the rust-oleum primer than on like the pre-primed stuff so that was i had like a few errors where i was like painting and paint would just like run together because the primer wasn't grabbing it but that could just be the fact that i made it like way too runny too yeah because you're you're mixing it with water you kind of sort of have to um with paints like that so it's a it's a little bit of a process it's a little bit it's a little bit of a process, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what made me happy this week was arguing about Reese's peanut butter cups. No, um, really, I don't know. It, there really wasn't a, a crazy amount of standouty stuff, but I will say, um, being able to see Simeon's video, him finally upload a video himself without me to the YouTube channel. <laughs> this is his second video. I'm very proud of him, like a proud father. Um, not that mine are any great quality or anything, but it's just, I, I almost never, you know, Simeon almost never add stuff to the YouTube channel. I'm very happy. Um, he's going to mostly, it's going to mostly be his series. Um, there are uh, a few figures that I want to do, not so much painting, but that's why, that's kind of why I went with a generic sculpt swap. So me and him could both use it interchangeably, but it's going to be mostly Simeon finding dials for like D and D figures, which is really cool. Um, and their whiz kids figures and whatever. Uh, I, on the other hand, I've already made a couple of custom figures, so I'll probably just be doing those. I, I won't do any good, like, bad ones. I made a lot of bad ones. Trust me, I've made a lot of bad ones. Um, but I normally do try to find dials for figures like that. Um, so I am just excited about this new series, and I, I really like it. I think it's cool. You know, I hope it's got good viewership so far. You know, our channel isn't anything crazy. You know, it's in the grand scheme of YouTube, it's like nothing in the grand scheme of hero clicks, YouTube, it's like halfway to something uh, type of deal, but no one else is really doing this mostly because it's not something you would normally do in the game. But I think with how much me and Simeon mostly just play home games or our venues, we just allow us to do it. Like, are we ever going to take Van Whedon to a WKO or nationals? The answer? No. <laughs> I mean, so if it's old golden age figures or stuff like that, you can pretty much get away with doing this at your local event. Unless you have a terrible, awful judge. Who's a huge stickler for sculpts for whatever reason. Yeah. I would say it's, I, I would let it pass. Even if, even if my person at my venue said, no, nah, you can't play it. I'm like, I'm going to play it anyways, but thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Like even if they were like, no, I don't want you playing that. I'm like, yeah, I don't care because like, dude, come on. Who, who really cares that much? I know with the correct card and dial, all of the judges in my yeah. area would allow it. And the the one reason I put the magnets on was mostly to show people like, hey, if you were doing this, like those are larger magnets, you can get smaller ones. But mostly to show people like, hey, if you're doing this and you want to retain the original like WizKids sculpt, you can have them like interchangeable. Uh, I didn't do with that, that with the dragon because I have three, so I don't need to. But um, right. Yeah, you could always if you do have like a stickler judge you could just have like some sort of tack or magnets or whatever you want right, to do. Yeah. 
then um but yeah i'm glad we got to talk about that because it is a new show so it's called sculpt swap we weren't super clear about it it's on our youtube channel mostly just going to be simian and i mostly simian uh he's going to be repainting DD minis putting them on sculpts or putting them on dials excuse me so for all those DD heroclix fans um or just fans of like cool looking miniatures you know that's that's awesome uh for my sort of stuff it's like i said random customs i make it won't be DD minis trust me I, i'm not um even though i had started a new DD campaign recently uh i'm just not not that into it to do stuff like that that's simeon's thing um and i'm glad he enjoys it because it, it shows you um if you guys ever want to get into painting how the paint and take stuff has like i didn't know it came with paints i thought like simeon was like dude are you using like acrylic paints or something I'm like no it comes with paints i was like that's really cool so yeah check out scope swap it's on our youtube channel guys uh, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel anyways, because it's awesome and it's good. We do team building videos. We do, you know, golden age set fights every week in Thursday throwdown. We do awesome unboxings. I'm trying to figure out how to do an unboxing of Wonder Woman, except I really like everything. I don't like everything in the set, but it's like, man, whatever I choose to destroy of it might have a generic. I'm thinking I'm going to do some kind of Russian roulette Wonder Woman unboxing where I burn one booster or just destroy one booster somehow um, and then just open the rest of the brick. <laughs> and I'm oh, going to be so sad if I somehow do it to like a Chase Guy Gardner. Like I open it and I see like the burnt remains of his card. I might cry. Um, I probably would cry if it was Guy Gardner, not going to lie. But I want to do something fun for the Wonder Woman unboxing. And I want to try to figure out a really cool intro for Wonder Woman like I've been doing and trust me, Wonder Woman is going to get a, uh, a pitch meeting. There's no way it doesn't. Uh, that set definitely deserves a pitch meeting. It's, it might be honestly a five, six minute pitch meeting video. And those are a pain in the butt to film going between characters and getting the line and whatever. Right. But I definitely think Wonder Woman is getting a pitch meeting. So I'm very excited about all of the hero hooks videos I've had on the docket for a while. And I want to film a bunch of them. And so we're gonna have a lot of good stuff coming up in YouTube. So just check that out, guys. So the, our 10-minute ad for YouTube out of the way, we can go ahead and jump into the news. <laughs> the news this week, uh, as well as last week, since nothing new happened, was the Silver Age and Modern Age rotation WizKids uh article they posted there was also the professor pina university but since that was a whole lot of nothing not really can't talk about it uh there's really nothing very interesting to say there um besides the fact someone did comment that they should have let a hero clicks podcaster and they they name dropped us and several other people like aries and uh pj bowen even though aries and well actually pj is fine but aries isn't you know like great of a host uh it's that that I think that would have been better. I think using some Heroclix podcast or someone that understands it more rather than whoever this random WizKids employee was. Now she might have she might be a game designer for all he I know. Meets. She might work on WizKids or might she uh, does all oh, their, is that who it was? Then no, she does all not, their like other No, she's not a game designer then. Miniature yeah. unboxing kind of stuff. Um, yeah, never mind. So like she's you know she's a lady. She, That's for she sure. Shows off their stuff. She wasn't great. Um, she's good because she wasn't great. She oh, has the. She's great at like reading through like the comments on both because she's reading Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch comments all at the same time, and picking out like questions. That must that must be so hard. Yeah. So wow, like, wow. She's. I mean, she's so got the good difficult. setup for that. Um, 
but yeah i thought it was okay yeah i suppose um, actually multiple monitors and stuff like that would be very helpful etc yeah, etc et it was kind of i mean like calder said at the top it was kind of a nothing burger like it was there's a few questions that we actually wanted answered like pulse wave does plus like one plus mean one or more or like more than one and they were like well yeah it means one or more because otherwise we would have said if it's only one you know it does this right. and like so yeah there's a few questions where we kind of already knew the answer but we wanted clarification that's fine i hope they keep doing them um but yeah like this one this one really didn't have a whole lot that interested me in it Yeah, yeah, it it is a bit of a bummer, bit of a bummer. But um, really quick, I don't want to talk about Silver Age. I want to talk about the Modern Age rotation, which is very simple, very very simple. So I'm just going to go ahead, rattle off everything, and then Simeon. Like this isn't going to obviously rotate till July first, but we're going to go ahead and just mention some figures that we're going to miss. So all the five figure booster sets are going to be Batman the Animated Series, Secret Wars Battle World, and Earth X. Fast Forces is just going to be the Secret Wars Battle World Fast Forces. The starters, obviously, for the same sets for the Batman Animated Series starter set and the Earth X starter set. And the micro sets, we're going to say goodbye to the Captain Marvel movie. Um, then the the big thing is the 2018 convention exclusive. So Starro and all the Starro stuff, Power Woman, Orion, Joker, Hot Girl, Captain Cold, Heat Wave, Impulse, those guys are WKO, Thanos, Copter, and then all the other thanos -y things that came with it. Uh, the first, Gwenpool, Lockjaw, goodbye, don't miss you. Shadow Cat, Daredevil, Bishop, Black King, Forge, those are all WKO stuff. Death's Head, Mandarin, War Machine, um, uh, Captain Kirk and Uhura, and then Tri Sentinel. Don't miss you either. So, monthly organized play stuff that's going is Booster Gold, Skeets, Robot Man. Man, felt like Skeets was in here forever. Dazzler, Leela Cheney, Longshot, Black Cat, Speed Demon, Silvermane, Blue Beetle, The Wizard. Uh, and then the other Blue Beetle, Superman, Batman, and then Wonder Woman. So goodbye to all of that stuff. Not really going to miss it, to be honest with you. Um, I guess to start off, animated series, uh, I mean, it's just, it's really mostly just the Trouble Alerts, right? And Suited Henchmen and whatever. But there's nothing from this set I'm going to miss besides the Venom Pump. Um, that's probably oh, yeah. what I got the most play out of. Yeah, the, I'm going to miss Apache objects because he's a man. But yeah, the objects are pretty pretty big for me. That's that's really about it that hits me the hardest in Batman the Animated Series. What about you, Simeon? Uh, I really you? liked the clay like both versions of Clayface in the set. Um, mm. But yeah, um, with JLU being very similar in both like what it had and like the style, really just the the trouble arts were all that I like ended up using the most out of here. In casual play, I used Clayface the most. Um, I, uh, Hawkman and Hawkgirl, I guess, was a really solid piece. That 125 doesn't die the first time you KO it, can switch back and forth between the dials. That was a really solid piece that I'm going to kind of miss. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot from that set that I really reached for all the time. I will shout out one more thing really quickly that's maxi zeus just because i at gen con one year i beat a, a unimine team uh, with that maxi zeus kite man and the like controlled batmobile and uh whatever a joker from that set so that was just really fun that i was able like i just really enjoyed that kite man team and then i guess maxi zeus was fun on it and you know now that 
enhancement is changing. I will kind of miss Maxi's use a little bit. Those harpies are pretty sweet. I'm definitely. Uh, and then the next is Secret Wars Battle World. The maps from Batman animated. Uh, no, I actually, I, I, I hated, I hated all those maps. Ivy's greenhouse sucked. Um, the iceberg lounge sucked. And what was the last one that I always got put on? It was Joker's, like a, a warehouse. No, it wasn't a warehouse. Or no, Hacienda sucked. Yes, uh, docks is fine. Um, no, it's a museum. Museum map that sucked. I hated all the maps. I didn't like any of them. They they were they were good in their own way, but they weren't good, and I didn't like to play on them for me. So I hated them all. Uh, if I have you know, if I had to play against a freaking seal that steals my objects one more time. <laughs> I'm going to, Pete is going to be at my front door the next morning because I'm going to beat up some seals, man. I, I hate it. I can't stand it. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't, I'm not going to miss any of those maps because I never played them and I didn't like them. So hmm. that's my opinion on it. So if you enjoyed those things, good for you. But I, I did not, I did not have fun with them at all. Battle World, Simeon, good memories, good yeah. times with Battle World. What do you miss from Battle World? I got what are you going to be sad going in to Battle 2018 World? Worlds with Battle World sealed. Um, they're team sealed, I guess. Uh, I'm going to miss Weird World. I really, that was like one of like the standout Battle World, or Battle World Weird World was one of like the standout keywords, named keywords in that set. And man, they just like, the Weird World theme teams packed so much punch because you couldn't increase your combat values against them when you're attacking or defending. So it was just really solid. I'm really going to uh, miss Witch Queen LeFay on like WWE uh, teams or whatever with access to WWE powers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's the big one. Uh, and that includes like the, the man things and whatever. Maestro, I feel like I didn't play him enough, but he was super solid for the points. And we had like a super rare from uh, the Mighty Thor that came out like right before that and this one was just as good so if you couldn't afford the super rare the uncommon was really good um and then all of the gunslinger dudes uh red wolf uh sheriff steve was awesome because he had the weird world kind oh, of the thing. valley yeah yeah the valley dudes yeah um didn't care for any of the spider island dudes or Regent, I guess, was okay, but I really didn't care for a lot of them. There's like some really overcosted figures in that set, and I didn't care for any of the chases. Um, uh, Sheriff Strange, Black Panther with the gauntlet, and what am I missing? There's one other chase from that set that I really liked. Was this the one with Odin in it? Or was this all the Venom ones? That was Earth X. This is the one oh, with Odin. Yeah, so this Venom was, was Earth X. So yeah, this is this has the Avengers Odin 10 million BC. And... Yeah. I'll miss the Avengers 10 million BC and then um Gauntlet Panther and Strange. So all of them except <laughs> Namor, basically. The you know, this was a this was a set I played a lot of that Rocktober that year. I played probably about a million battle royales of that set. Um, so it burnt me out. Honestly, it burnt me out on the set and I never played a lot of it outside of that. I had a triple shifting focus Captain America team. I would play a lot. I really heavily enjoyed those guys. I tried to play Spiderling a lot cause she was my man Gog killer that never killed man Gog. It was pretty sad. Um, 
yeah, it's really what I'm missing. Probably going to be yeah sad about the most from this set. The uh, the Valley stuff, I am going to miss. They were a bad team. They were just a, a terrible, awful, bad team, though. Like, they just weren't good. Sheriff's D was good. You know, I I heavily hated the Iron Man slash crossbone sculpt. Uh, I'm going to miss the Outriders a little bit. If they would have started with Charge, I'd have missed them a little bit more. But the fact they start with Stealth really sucks. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's really a huge bummer. But I still own a ton of Outriders for any time I want to play like Infinity War theme game. And I guess they were an endgame too. So yeah, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss some of this stuff in the set. But I, I had just such good memories of playing all those battle royales. And you know, I, I've played so many and it sucked because it wasn't a WizKids event. So there was never if you pulled all rares, it was like, dang, this really sucks. It feels like a waste of time. Um But the one time I pulled a chase was when PJ uh, bought me in for it because I was just like, you know, I'm done. I'm tired, guys. I'm just going to not play anymore today. I didn't like I'd wasted too much money on Battle Royales. I was not making any back. It's it's tough. And then, you know, it's like, no, man, I'll, I'll pay in for you. And of course, I pulled Chase Black Panther and I just barely clutch it. He was on his last click against a um, what's his face? Big dude. Regent against the Regent. So that was crazy. Uh, Chase Black Panther versus Regent. You know, like when Regent was on Precision Strike, I just I rolled a six on the senses. It felt great. So yeah, there's there's a lot of good memories in this set. I don't think I ever really made anything totally work well for me in the set. I always wanted to make Archon work. I never played Archon actually outside of like one battle royale. I always think, oh, I'm gonna try to put Archon on a bunch of teams because he's not a bad figure. He's pretty solid for whatever 65 points or something. Like I really do like that Archon. But I just, I never, I honestly just never played him, which yeah. is really a shame. Same with but he was probably one of my Thor. favorite weird world dudes. Yeah. Destroyer Thor, I always thought, like, I'll get a ton of mileage out of this guy. And then for some reason, I just never got around to actually putting him on a team. <sighs> That's just such a shame. Uh, next up is Earth X. Uh, I'll probably talk a lot about how sad I am that Earth X is going. But so, Simi, why don't you start us off with yeah. what you're going to miss? So, Slash good memories and good times from Earth X. Uh, me and Devin did a double sealed weekend. So it was Kansas City. Uh, I think that was when Calder pulled the Ultra Chase. It was in Kansas City. Uh, uh, yes, I did. Pulled, Devin yeah, pulled yeah, the Prime Vulture and ended up winning with like Prime Vulture and a Perplex and some other stuff. And... I didn't even come close to placing. I did pull, I pulled the Venom Rocket Raccoon, and I vastly overestimated how good that dial was for 100 points. It was just not great. I thought two rollouts would be great, but uh, when you don't have Indom, it was pretty bad. But then uh, the next day, we went to Iowa. What was it, Des Moines? Yeah, I think Des Moines had a seal the next day. And... I pulled the Prime Vulture, <laughs> and so then I proceeded to, so uh, Devin won in Kansas City, and then I proceeded to win in uh, Iowa with the, the exact same figure, slightly different. Yeah, he got Prime Vulture as well, yeah. Yeah, so it, it turned out Prime I... Vulture was just really good and sealed with the right, like, synergy and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And also really good and constructed. So, yeah. Um, figures I'm going to miss from the set. Uh, we're missing, like, we're going to 
lose a lot of like solid Sinister Six. There was so not yeah. only did they have the Sinister Six United trait, which was like the plus one combat value, stealth, improved movement, which no longer matters. That kind of stuff was really solid. Um, were also like some of my favorite characters was like the blue and red Union Jacks, the Hydras. Mm, yeah, those um, were cool. Stagron being able to make stuff. All of the, uh, what are they called? The, um, good gosh, why can't I think of their names now? The Just explain them to me, I can tell you. <laughs> the Enforcers. <laughs> all the, the new boss every week Goodness. and the hired flunky dudes. Those ones were all really good. Um, and then <sighs> Daredevil's really solid. I really like Daredevil. I'm gonna miss Iron Man and his map. Um, and then, like the only chase that I bothered grabbing was like the the one that was pretty obviously good, which was Captain Venom. So I'm gonna hang on oh, to my sure. Captain Venom forever, but um, I'll definitely miss that one. I don't think I kept any of my other chases from that set, but yeah, uh, just a really solid set. It was weird that it was split with. Spider-Man like it was but yeah, you don't have to uh, remind me you don't have to remind me it's yeah. pains me every day I am I am gonna kind of miss emotional levels all the Spider-Mans that were losing oh, especially uh dad, dad Spider-Man from Earth-X that was a really solid figure oh yeah from Earth-X fine Spider-Man's from Earth-X that's fine but the Spider-Man related things that aren't from Earth-X no thank you go die oh you uh, yeah I mean this is All the primes. Were, all the primes. So he, this is what hurt me. Uh, all the primes were Spider-Man stuff, and then all the objects were Spider-Man stuff. Like, really, we could have gotten a Captain America shield object, and it's he really did me like that. Like, it it really sucks. And obviously, we weren't going to get one since he ended up being a title character. And in my opinion, you know, I know I didn't win anything crazy with him, but. I feel like Calderness and Captain America Resilient, they just go hand in hand. Uh, winning states within that year was really awesome. I had a pretty good showing. Uh, had a really good showing at a WKO a few times with him. And I just I just played him a lot. So, you know, it's... To me, like, Cap Cap Resi, he's, that's my figure. I, I loved him from the set. He was awesome. The, the stuff I was able to pull off was great. You know, he just he's an awesome Alpha Strike piece. He, I've just, I've learned that dial, like the back of my hand, it's awesome. I just, I like it so much. I, that, that was really a piece of kids made for me. Um, it was awesome. I really, I really can't express how much like, I mean, I know when I, this figure came out, I said, I'm, I'm this figure's probably going to be on every team I make for the next like two years until it rotates. That ended, obviously didn't end up being true because you want to play all sorts of stuff, but he was on a lot of teams. I played him casually. I played him a lot competitively. You know, I, I liked what I was able to do. I, I'll never miss, you know, being able to just teleport across the map and punch somebody. It's it's awesome. It's really awesome. So I'm really going to miss that figure. The uh, Captain Venom, he was, like, tough for me to track down, but I never played him that much, honestly. He's beautiful. He's cool. I, I played him a little bit. Um, but he wasn't, like, my main, like, slice from this set. That has to go to Cap Uh Iron Man, I did win a seal to that Iron Man. An Omaha sealed. Got a ticket. Try something from you, Hools. Uh, so that was nice. And then whatever his map, I'm probably gonna miss the most, honestly, because like going forward, 
if I play Josiah X at any time, he's going to sit in my, my back, my back, you know, starting area. And his job is, what do you do, Josiah? You make robots. That's it. Yeah. You know, like, and so I'm going to miss him being able to passively sort of do something, which is really going to suck. I'm really going to miss that map a lot, like really a lot. Um, yeah. Um, that's really about it from this set. I, I really am going to miss this set, but honestly, I'm just kind of happy vultures rotating because I'd, I'd see vulture, I'd probably play against Vulture more than I would play this Caprezi nowadays. So I am okay with Vulture rotating, even though he will live on forever in my nightmares in Golden Age. But here's the thing about Golden Age. Once you do true Golden Age, people don't normally play this like modern stuff. There's like there's other differently busted things that people normally want to play in Golden Age, or unless their collection isn't that filled out, they'll just play modern garbage. So that's why I'm pretty happy about you know, I'm I'm not happy, but I'm just I'm not really gonna miss this set. Montana. I like my Montana Swarm team. I, I played <laughs> oh, one time. Montana. All Montanas. Yeah. Just I always Montana. wanted to play yeah, a I'm team of just like a ton of Fancy Dan. How many points was Fancy Dan? He was like thirty. Um the what was it? Uncommon. Yeah, the uncommon one for thirty points had RCE. And then you could power choose other. Oh, okay, yeah, he was just thirty points sidestep RCE, so you could potentially do four damage back in the day with him. Now it's he's just a ten. He's an eleven for three on those first two clicks, but yeah, it was still like really fun. Those hydro generics were also like for twenty points, four clicks isn't bad. Um, twenty five points sidestep incap willpower like. I really like the Hydra generics, especially with what they did for their unique modifiers. They just each one had to be on every Hydra team I ever made. So for 45 points, the pair of these Hydra generics, they were on every single Hydra team. Without a doubt, they were awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Captain Marvel movie. Rip my man Colson. That's it. Honestly, it's like that's the yeah. only thing I ever played from. Rip my man Zephyr one Colson. He was awesome. I loved him. I liked both. Both. Uh, also. Coulson's. Yeah. Great. Because like I, I had a fun trick before it was, before uh, Vulture was like super figured out and people had like the the min maxed version. I had Coulson. Um, I had like what was it? Groot. I would have Coulson give one of the walking woods that Groot made super strength. It would like sidestep, pick up an object or something like that. He would give them super strength. They'd pick up the awk arms, and then due to the wording uh, around when you lose super strength, when you no longer have access to it, you like it is dropped, and there's not really a clarification as far as like drop goes, and Coulson could immediately equip it to Vulture, so I could have like a zero-action Vulture equipped with the awk arms um, turn two, and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, just Coulson giving out powers was pretty solid. Um, oh, yeah. I really thought I would play that binary chase way more often, but I never did. And then, of course, the title character chase was just, like, impossible to get enough tokens to do anything with, like, realistically. It was it was okay. It's, like, fun and casual settings, but outside of that, it was not great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes, yeah, so that's the stuff that's rotating. There's obviously whatever, some LE figures. I don't 
I don't think they've impacted our lives enough to warrant talking about them. Goodbye, Starro. Sorry to offend anyone that liked Starro. Starro um, definitely. Starro and Lockjaw go away. Tri-Sentinel. Be gone. Thoughts. I will. Uh, same thing with Tri Sentinel. Be gone. I will not miss Tri Sentinel. Go away from whatsoever. me. I ran it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Yeah. I also it's had it ran against me twice yeah. as much. So. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna miss any of this stuff. Like. Even like whatever Gwenpool, who I guess would be like the one figure. Who I'm like, oh man, I'm like I played Gwenpool like once. She's more of and half the time it was in a Golden Age game, anyways. I want to play Batrox Brigade theme, so like I'm I'm not gonna miss any of this stuff. I don't care, don't care. Uh, so cool, thanks, Biscuits. Um, now we're gonna talk about Silver Age. So uh, Kenny badly teased in a couple of Facebook groups uh, a while ago that they were gonna make a new format. A format that was talking about your older figures that have been rotated out. I'm just going to read what they have here. So a new and fun Heroclix format will be coming to tabletop and online play near you soon. Silver Age. Uh, why a new format? Why now? What sets will it include? These are all great questions. Thank you. You asked them to yourself. Silver Age is arguably a long time coming. Initially, Golden Age scratched the itch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Golden Age scratched the itch for players who wanted to play older figures in their collection and enjoyed a bigger pool of figures to strategize from. As Heroclix approaches its 20th anniversary, the reality is that such a large pool of figures is, uh, damn, I'm going to sound like an idiot, prohibitive, prohibitive, even yeah, for players, whatever, yeah. it's rough, it's rough, baby. Uh, for players who have been playing for five or more years with thousands of figures to choose from, many figures would rarely be considered for play. Silver Age is recognition that many players in stores want to support a format where they can play their figures after they rotate out of modern. Since we haven't established an intermediate format, stores often found their own creative solution. These solutions vary greatly from venue to venue. That is true. Oh, you mean the in format- the almost 20 years since Heroclix has been a thing, you haven't established an intermediate and other people did so instead? No, in 20 years, people found a way to do... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to rag on them too hard because this is good good news, but still. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, by defining Silver Age, we hope that it will be standardized and enjoyable format. If you're wondering, why now? Since figures are about to rotate, we don't want players to trade away portions of their collections only to quickly want them for an upcoming format. So it is good, I guess, in the this year type of why now not in this year but like the in this month i guess why now because rotation's happening soon that's why but in the why now like why 20 years later why now not not so much i guess uh silver age includes all the figures from superior foes of spider-man and newer figures in this format will all have the dial printed on the back of the card our goal for this format is to be large enough to include fun powerful and fresh synergies while not being so enormous that only the very best players could make sense of the opportunities since this format is new we'll be keeping a close eye on it this includes figures uh, that do well, which elements are overplayed, etc. as needed. We will update the watch list or even ban figures. Please see the two figures banned in Silver Age below, as well as the Silver Age watch list in the future. Figures might even might be banned in Silver Age, even if they're legal in modern age, since the needs of the formats are different. So that's true. So there are wacky pairings that can exist only if it's like golden age to modern age. And sometimes it's the golden age figures issue, sometimes the modern age figures issue. So that stuff is really cool. I'm glad they're doing this. My main problem, and I'll get to the ban list and watch list here in a second. My main problem with things like this is because when I want to play Golden Age, when I want to play my older figures, 
nine times out of ten, and I said this when like Rock Age was a thing, I want to play stuff older than Oreo dials. M- most of the time, I want to play if, I, if I'm if it's going to be a competitive Golden Age thing, it'll almost always be you know with Oreo dials to newer with maybe one or two figures that don't have Oreo dials because they're just crazy cheap perplex or something, you know, like a con artist. But yeah, so Silver Age just going back to Spider-Man, to me, like, eh, that's all right. I've played, you know, I've I've been playing since before Spider-Man, so it's like, I there weren't any crazy sets that came out that I really enjoyed there, but like just past that, you know, Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, oh, those are sets I really liked. So that's always the rough part about these formats that go back, but don't go back that far is that, I mean, it's good and bad. It's that trade off where it's like, yeah, I don't get to play a lot of the stuff that I personally enjoy, but then also there's not a crazy amount of wacky, weird, you know, synergies that people can pull off, which is, which is nice. So uh, the things that are banned really quickly, uh, the blackbird and then the fast forces penguin. That was the one where, he would attack him. You get this token, and people could just kind of keep attacking yeah, the penguin. Friendlies could forever. attack, it's, which it's, yeah, friendlies can attack the penguin. So allows you to do some like plot point stuff. And I mean, there like anything that allows you to attack your own friendly figures is kind of inherently yeah. exploitable. But yeah, so still like sadly, sad sadly, point on me. that ban list, uh, ID cards aren't banned. So. I probably won't be playing a lot of Silver Age until ID cards are banned in it, to be honest with you. Yeah, but the watch list watch is listed. as follows. Uh, Jakeem Thunder, Mini Shredder, Goblin King, Unimind, J- J- Joker's Wild, 060 the Joker, uh, the Corrupt GCPD Cop, Secret Wars Battle World, 061 Black Panther, Earth X Vulture, Earth X Daredevil, the Danger Room Magneto and Sabretooth and Mr. Sinister, House of X Moira X, Proteus Wendigo, Dark Phoenix, Giant Girl, Giganto Namor, Groot, the Fast Forces Giant Girl, Surtur, Carnage, Lockjaw, Tri-Sentinel, and then all ID cards. Dang, no Mangog is on here? Are y'all for real right now? Are y'all yeah. pissing me? What's going on? No Mangog? Okay, fine. Um, so yeah, so basically a bunch of retail and a bunch of kind of wacky characters are on here. I mean, Jakeem Thunder's not good anymore even with the rules change i still don't think he's good anymore unimind and goblin king i'm fine with them being here they're very annoying um it's weird minis on here and clone isn't like yeah sure mini you carry him whatever but like clone is i mean 15 points just reading this list it's like they went through like nationals and world's winning teams because jakeem i think won nationals in 2017 and then Howard Brock won with Goblin King in 20 or won worlds in 2017 with Goblin King. Um, and then of course, Tyler Spees won with mini and Giganto and Namor in 2018. So that I makes feel sense. like there's no need to watch this Giganto and Namor. No Giganto. Like, and if Namor. you're going to watch this Giganto and Namor watch this, like, Super Air Wolverine from XXX. <laughs> right, they're the same know, points, like, same amount of dial. Um, you know, type of deal, stop click, 50 point, like whatever. Yeah, and then, I mean, GCPD Cop just has a never-ending dial. Like, he just can't die on, like, the... I can't remember exactly how it works, but um, he has a dial where, like, if 
whoever you name at the beginning of the ta- team at the beginning of the game is still alive. So he got played. It's interesting. They put him right above the black Panther that he used to get played with. Um, cause that black Panther at two fifty and the cop hmm. at 50 points. Yeah. Made kind of like a don't die tech kind of team. And then daredevil. I mean, vulture is a good addition, but kind of unnecessary with the new rules in my opinion. Um, Daredevil, Magneto, Sabretooth, Mister Sinister—all kind of anti. Yeah, it's true. He is stuff. Yeah. Groot is kind of a weird one. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So. Um. I guess so. He was played a lot. To, to me, like the giant girls are kind of a weird one. I don't think they were crazy abusable, but the way they can extend your starting area for how cheap they are is is a little rough. Uh. I guess I would think Mangog should be on here with like Absurder, Tri Sentinel, like all that yeah. jazz. You know, I honestly didn't even hate Carnage. It's weird. Uh, Flora's not on here, so they didn't quite do every single Retaliator that could be on here, or well, even every Retaliator that Man-Gog was popular. Never got fixed like Tri Sentinel did. So Tri Sentinel, so, yeah, unquote, that's fixed. that's the big problem, right? So why wouldn't Mangog be on here if yeah. if Surter's on here? That means he's on here for a different reason than his just being able to do the free resolutions, no target thing. So, yeah, it's so weird. But I don't want to talk too much about the ban list. The ban list is whatever. Silver Age, though, opens up this opportunity. Spirit of Spider-Man is a good set. It's a good set to go forward from. Yeah, and it once again, it makes sense. So it's like you can play everything that has the dial on the back of its card. It makes it easy, right? So when they say Golden Age, it's like you can just play everything. Oh, but we have a ban list, whatever. Now it's like, hey, look, there is a ban list. Yes. So far, it's very small. Um, but you can play everything with the dial on the back of its card. Makes it very easy. I imagine they just got rid of the Blackbird because they didn't want resources in it. And I think that's the only resource that had yeah. that, that was card the only, for it. That was so, the yeah. last one. Yeah. You know? So I, I like it. I... I'll play Silver Age. I think it'll be a fun time with the invention of legacy cards plus Silver Age. I think we're getting a a lot of life out of our old figures. And now I don't have to give them to those ungrateful little kids who don't want these old figures anymore. So I got to keep them all. How do you like that? Anarchy's back in a format, an official WizKids license format. Anarchy bombs. Um, I guess, yeah, were, were we not the original... Did, did we coin Silver Age? Because we did like dial on the back of the card as one of our Thursday throwdown ages, right? I guess we did, yeah. We did. So technically, we did Silver Age before Silver Age was a thing. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so to check out all the Silver Age teams you could do, go to Dialage for Hero Clicks, YouTube.com, go to our playlists. And go ahead and check out our blah, 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 where is it Thursday Throwdown playlist. We have we've played every single set that has a dial on the back of its card, except for the modern age sets. So definitely, definitely check those out. That's not even true. We didn't play some turtle sets or whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in Silver Age. I think that the sucky thing once again that I was talking about earlier is that like the stuff from Turtles that I want to play is all from Turtles One because like yeah. that's my favorite Casey Jones. They have they have the cool turtle chases that are good. Um, and other stuff, you know, like the Turtles one stuff is so good. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for Silver Age. I really like uh, certain teams that I used to be able to run. You know, this sort of brings, I got to play Sam Cap again. I get to play whatever. This honestly makes me want to go to coolstuffing.com and buy a bunch of Silver Age figures. So 
like ones that I know I will absolutely play without a doubt on a Silver Age team. So I'm excited. I'm excited for Silver Age. It'll be fun. Is Sam Cap from ADW? ADW. So she will be playable, baby. Oh, that was after Spider Man. It's gonna be a lot of alpha. There's a lot of alpha strike stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put Hawkeye on there then. Because they have they have the giant girls and they have it's strange uh, that Hawkeye is on there. I mean, clearly his damage can't be boosted up, but he can still like run through a full team, like hit everyone on a single team. Um, Yeah, dude. I guess for one damage, they're not super worried about that right now. That's that's fine. Yeah. No, I'm I'm super excited to have a new format. I'm finally, you know, finally WizKids is reaching back into rotated figures. And technically, I mean, they could go further back with legacy cards. So we we won't get full sets included in this, but, you know, we might get stuff from Flash or Guardians of the Galaxy or, like, who knows, Wolverine and the X-Men, um, you know possibilities are endless as far as those go um although it's very limited with so far what, what we've seen yeah yeah it is it is it kind of do be a little limited so yeah i mean that's that's the format that's the news there's not a crazy amount to talk about silver age what i want to see for silver age whenever wkos and stuff start happening again is make a wko silver age you know do like First WKOs of the year, they can be Modern Age, whatever. And then do WKL at Silver Age. Instead of, you know, Sealed or Modern Age, Sealed or Modern Age, make some make some Silver. Like, if it is going to be a official WizKids format, it needs to be an official WizKids tournament. You know, like, and like, so, by the like way... Skirmish? You want Skirmish WKOs? Yeah, yeah. so Skirmish, no. Uh, skirmish sucked. WizKids, you guys <laughs> dropped the ball. Skirmish was awful. But you you got you got really good you got a really good golden age style format with silver age so I will actually say applaud with kids this one's this one's a solid format you've got good stuff on the watch list good stuff on the ban list to start us off could have more could have more uh, things I'm salty about and don't like playing should be on there because I don't like them uh, but yeah I'm I'm still I'm excited to play it um, yeah but it it should be it should be in WKOs like that's that's what I want. And give me what I want now. I don't really care. Uh, but seriously, it, sh- it really should be in WKOs. Like, Skirmish was bad. You have to admit, it had to be this weird, crappy rules and all this stuff. I hope you guys just let Skirmish die. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And the good awesome. news for Fantastic. all casual players is you've already been playing a version of Silver Age for probably your entire Heroclix career. So this is, like, hardly a, a big change. It's, you know... I've still been pulling from Superior Foes and Joker's Wild, you know, like anytime I make a team that is yeah. applicable. Like I would, I mean, really and these didn't yeah. rotate. Like, that figures that were bad ago. then are still bad. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I can still play a Serpent Society theme team and they're all in one age without it being Golden Age. Awesome. Wow. That's like, but they all, they're, they all still suck. They're all garbage, terrible lose. figures. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, watch me lose. There will be some, I mean, I don't know. Joker's Wild, other than Anarchy, the only one I can think of is like Green Lantern, the Super Green Lantern. But I'm sure, like, you know, at least this brings like some of the JSA into a new format where they can all be played together. And then, of course, Spider Man really opens up the door with all of the Spider Verse and Venom Verse stuff and all of the keyword cheating uh, with Spider Man Family. 
absolutely oh yeah yeah bringing all that spider-man family into it that is gonna be cool but all right guys that is that is our news for the week silver age the rotation it was a pretty light news week so pretty happy with that which means we get to move into community there are dozens of us Honestly, we should just get rid of the community tab because anytime we do community, it's just going to be Jedi Legend and Malcolm Rush from now on. And they already have their own things. Although I like that there's dozens of us, whatever. But like, we should honestly just nix it. Like, there's no, it doesn't need to exist except like now all we need is just a tab for like mailbag. And then it's like we no longer need a generic community tab because we're fine. We're good. Uh, but with, with that, with, blah, 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 with that being said, let's get into a Malcolm Rush question block. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. And see, and then he just played the music for that. You see what I mean? Like, it's a bit redundant. Just be like, here's Community. Here's Malcolm Rush. Here's Jedi Light. Like, we have these bumpers. Back-to-back bumpers. It's the Back-to-back bumper back bumpers. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Simeon likes making his bumpers. And I, and I like listening. And I like approving them without hearing them and then just listening to the show and then hearing them for the first time because it makes me laugh egregiously it's hilarious i love them they're great the bumpers are awesome um anyways malcolm rush new questions been a couple of weeks since the new rules and powers and abilities came out so yes but actually no because the new rules are not in effect yet no one's for the most part nobody quote unquote is really playing with them uh because wonder woman is not yet and the new rules take effect when wonder woman comes out so yes it has been a few weeks since we had the powers and abilities card have i read it all the way absolutely not no sir no ma'am i absolutely haven't uh should i have because i'm in charge of uh reiterating information to other people and people's for some reason trust my opinion on things yeah i probably should have read it anyways <laughs> malcolm goes on to say in the past i had asked many podcasts to rank powers and abilities uh, i'm not going to ask you to re-rank them instead let's just ask questions about the new powers and abilities so what is your new top five powers and abilities since the rules changes and why those powers and abilities? So, I mean, why don't you just we just go uh, rattle off top five? So you why don't you go first? Yeah. Top five new powers so, and abilities. Two of these are the same as they used to be, and I'm going to go with those first. The first two would be mind control and blades. So with the new, uh, like harder, quote unquote, not as easy to change uh, damage. You can't perplex damage, and like perplex is a very prevalent power. Blades is really cool. I've always liked Blades. I've always liked the chance. And Mind Control, being able to stack with all the modifiers, like Ranged Combat Expert, um, all the penetrating damage it can stack with. You know, you Mind Control an opposing character that has Pensai. Great. Now you do, like, uh, penetrating damage from range if you make a range attack. That's all great. Also, they reworded it so... Uh, it doesn't automatically end if you fail your breakaway, which is something I always thought would be good. Um, so yeah, uh, blades and mind control top two, great size, being able to roll a three through six and remove action tokens is just ridiculous. I imagine that they're going to change it because man, like that's just a super crazy power boost to that. Uh, and then to go along with that, the swim team ability, I don't think it's as crazy, but uh, basically like WWE light slash almost better depending on the map. Um, the dolphin symbol is, yeah, it's got a huge boost. So that's one of my new favorite abilities. And then range combat expert and close combat expert. 
Um, the fact that I don't have to look for a character with like sidestep, I can use the character that has running shot range combat expert. I can use the character with charge uh, close combat expert. I really like that I can actually finally use those now. And I like even more that I can mind control my opponent's piece that has that and get those plus ones. Because, yeah, mind control coming at you. It's the best power now. Ooh, baby. Those sweet, sweet plus ones. Oh, yeah. Um, so my top five, not a lot of these are the changed ones. They're just kind of just whatever powers and abilities. So number one, leadership. I, I don't see a universe where that's not my favorite power, honestly. Number two, sidestep. Love me some sidestep. I don't see a universe where that's not my second favorite power. Uh, number three, lightning speed. This didn't get changed, but it is just now 100% better than hypersonic speed. Before it was like, yes, it is better. Um, now it's like easily 100% better than hypersonic speed. So I love me some lightning speed. Uh, number four, I like carry as an ability. Carry did get buffed, but there's no negatives to your speed anymore. Yeah, so carry is awesome. Good with me. Um, and then number five, autonomous. Just a good ability. It's getting a little annoying, not going to lie, but uh, still solid ability autonomous. So uh, the second question Malcolm asks is, what are the bottom five powers and abilities since the new rules? And why those powers and abilities? Sim yes. Um, so in no particular order, I put in-cap, earthbound, leap climb, super strength, and pulse wave. Um, I wouldn't really consider pulse wave a bottom ability when there's like other worse ones. Like toughness could probably replace pulse wave. But the reasoning <laughs> is because like the new rules. So in-cap, without pushing damage and without the caveat of penetrating damage if they already have two action tokens... Incap is very much a exchange one token on your character for a token on their character, and that's not great, especially with so many ways to remove uh, action tokens. The new willpower rules, leadership, there's a ton of characters that can do stuff to remove action tokens, so Incap, unless it changes, is just going to go by the wayside. I'm just never going to use it instead of dealing damage. Um, Earthbound actually got better. Um because you ignore hindering for movement now, and um, it doesn't take away your like indom, your willpower or whatever, because no one pushes. So Earthbound actually got better, but it's still just kind of a thematic power. It's not actually used for like any benefit. It's uh, to show that your character isn't as good as they were or as they will be. Um, Leap Climb... They changed it. They got rid of the elevated punching, which is fine. I never used that a whole lot. But it still is just... On the base, it's still just like a blanket. If you have Leap Climb on your dial, it's just a blanket move action. Like, you have improved abilities, but it's still just a move action. You're not doing anything with it, if that's your power. Super Strength. Um, this one depends on it whether or not they do something with heavies. But knockback, not doing damage when you knock people back now, super strength just isn't as cool as it used to be because there's quake, there's there's a lot of powers that give you knockback, just like plain knockback with your attacks. So super strength has kind of lost its luster for me. And then pulse wave, um, since it's one or more targets take one damage or whatever, it uh, doesn't matter Like if you're single target pulse waving anymore. Um, probably not going to use it nearly as much unless I'm facing off against like a 
bunch of uh, either like sidekicks that have a bunch of like rollouts or just like, you know, some care, like if it's like a last ditch effort and it's all I've really got, then pulse wave will be a decent option. If I have no other attack power, I might just go for like the three damage because one damage that ignores like toughness or shape change probably isn't as good as dealing like my printed damage. Yeah. Uh, my bottom five in a particular order from ones I hate the most uh, to the least is going to be leap climb. Once again, kind of same reason Simeon said still a useless power still sucks. Number four, earthbound earthbound me. Technically it's better, but I want it to feel crippling when I'm earthbound neutralized. You know, it's like, Oh, I can't ignore stairs slash jump up side of stairs, you know, or shoot past stairs or yeah. bush anymore it's not and as you crippling. can still it carry people it's not as bad now. how earthbound yeah, am i if i can dumb. if i'm a flyer i can carry somebody still yeah i'm not very yeah. earthbound. it's weird should at least should at least get rid of because a lot of that was was used to take away flight from people and now it's and now it's not although you could just say that improved movement well no you still carry so yeah it gets rid of their quote-unquote ability to fly but they can still carry pulse wave uh personally for the team teams i enjoy running at this very instant them not being able to single target pulse pulse wave me is great actually so this works for me uh in the grander scheme of things however uh it's rough it's rough hypersonic uh, and then our last one is dolphin man screw dolphin screw anybody that thinks dolphin is cool <laughs> now y'all are losers y'all are a bunch of kiddie pool swimming floaty arm wearing Flippers in the beach looking at fools. Oh, goodness. Can't see them on the show. I'm gonna have, I'll have Simeon edit that out. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate Dolphin, dude. I don't care. You can rant my ear off about how you think Dolphin is good. And I know I'm, I might get a comment about it. It's it's not, bro. I, it's It just, it's not. Um, and I'm. you can think I'm wrong. You can be like, wow, Calder said Dolphin was bad. And I think it's good. And I think lots of other people who are better at the game than Calder think it's good. And you know what? awesome awesome big fan of that i personally i still think it sucks and i could lose to dolphin every single game over the next year and i'll still think it sucks so there's <laughs> that uh number three which powers and abilities had the biggest bump with the new rules and why simeon go for it man well, I already Before. listed a few of these, but uh, mind control. Yeah, you did. Like I said, mind control really didn't get a huge boost, but it's all of the powers that are just like inherent abilities now. The penetrating damage from exploit and pensai, the RCE and close combat expert. Um, you know, like there's just so many powers that stack with mind control now that it's really starting to look like the pre-2017 mind control which was a nightmare to like maneuver because it was like what can i do what powers can i use but like now it's it's actually like more straightforward but does more of like what i used to like about it so that's really cool um outwit it got a pretty big bump being able to outwit stealth without having to see through hindering as long as you're adjacent that's pretty big um that means any any little old outwitter can get rid of your stealth as long as you're not protected outwit. Um, willpower used to be like the worst defense power to have, like unless it was like blank or whatever. Um, 
now willpower is actually a pretty solid little like self-leadership role and that's you know whatever um range combat expert and close combat expert i don't necessarily like the change but the fact that it's a static modifier means it combos with a ton of other stuff and that's fine it makes it gooder much gooder uh and then finally dolphin dolphin got such a great boost I'm glad that I'm finally going to be swimming free with my finned brethren. Uh, I'm going to play nothing but dolphin from this point on. Only water maps for me. I don't care if they're modern or not. Dolphin's probably the best thing that's happened to this game in the last 30 years. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Uh, personally, I, I kept this answer really short. I just RCE and CCE. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's awesome that they get to be used like this. But then on the other hand, you know, it takes away a lot of a lot of cool things they used to be able to do. Like when a character already had a high, like a 12 attack, and they had like a 3 damage with CCE, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to punch you. I'm going to punch you really hard. I'm going to put it all into damage. Now it's like you get a 13 attack. And I'm like, yeah, 13 attack is like cool and all. But like, man, only 4 damage. And I'll so miss, most of the time, I'll really miss good the Hail Marys. Too. The like, I have a nine attack. Yeah, with, like, two I'll, I'll damage. That. You know what? I, all I into put damage. Put it all into damage. Yeah, I'm like, I'm either gonna miss or I'm gonna hit. It really doesn't like my me like min maxing my attack isn't going to change things. I just want to hit you for a lot and change the momentum. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm either gonna miss or I'm gonna hit. So in my mind, it's a fifty-fifty. Don't think about the math. <laughs> That's shut how up, it shut works, up, yeah. Don't think about the math. <laughs> Yep. It's either a miss or fit hit. Yeah. It's, it's uh, 50 50. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a 50 50 every single time. It's a miss or hit, baby. Uh, number four, which powers and abilities took the biggest hit in the new rules and changes and why? Simeon, what do you think is the biggest hit, bro? The biggest hit. hit. Bong. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <sighs> I'm going to say the biggest hit was probably perplex, at least the way most people were using it on teams. Um, it wasn't like all into damage because, of course, it was like capped at plus three. But if you had like four perplexes, it was pretty much guaranteed that most of those were going towards damage. Um, so that one got a pretty big hit. Hypersonic, the fact that you have to roll a four through six on all breakaways now, um, whether they have plasticity or not, is pretty bad. I uh, don't feel so speedy when, you know, generic man standing in corner can hold me there um invincible used to cap the max damage at three now it doesn't so it just reduces by two and reduces penetrating damage still really good but now i can hit somebody with invincible for like six and they'll take four or i can hit them for eight if i have you know like an ultra heavy and whatever you know just garbage stuff going on um so that one took a pretty decent hit Pulse Wave, I already mentioned that one. And then TK, not being able to TK opponents or TK objects changes it a lot. Um, I mean, I guess they just really liked the Alpha Strike ability of TK. Because they're like, yeah, you can throw your friendlies up there. Or you can, like, help them break away. Or, you know, like, I don't know. TK took a hit. I'm not going to say I used to use it to throw objects a lot. I really didn't but it was an option. Yeah. Um, Simeon sort of mentioned, like, every power that got bad. I'm going to mention one of them. That's Pulse Wave. Um, it's just... 
it, it really it changes to me. It changes how a lot of characters work. It changes, you know, it, it technically gives a person more options. Although pulse wave always gave you an option where it's like, I do have a four damage pulse wave. Uh, I can choose to target everybody. I can choose to try to be really smart with my positioning and target one person. Or if the positioning just isn't there, I can just try to vanilla attack, you know, whatever for four damage. And now Pulse Wave gets rid of one of those options. And now it's like, look, you can target everybody or you can vanilla attack and that's it. I think, yeah, Pulse Wave was one of the strongest powers. And I think the reason they changed it and this is all hearsay, because I don't obviously know. I don't work for WizKids. I don't talk with anybody that actually works for WizKids. I don't know why they changed it, but I think the main reason they changed it is because it feels bad getting pulse waved for, like, six damage and just deleting a figure off the map. It's true. Like, that sucks. It really it, it does. does. It feels yeah. bad. Um, when so you have, like... Look, you, you can know. pulse wave, but now you can just pulse wave everybody for one. Yeah. And personally, for, like, the way pulse wave that me and pulse wave's relationship has been in the last year... I'm, I prefer that. I prefer them just hitting me for one damage as opposed to just pulse waving, deleting one of my figures. So I'm okay with the change. I personally just think that's the power that got hit the hardest and it it affects the most characters. Yeah. The close second being being perplex. I mean, um, any figure with double rollouts number five. has gotten a Sorry. little bit better because of that pulse wave change. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, number five. Which powers and abilities that WizKids did not change, besides minor cleanup, cleanup language, like how they add safeguard and whatever, that you wish WizKids did change or fix? And which would you want to change or fix in those powers and abilities? So, Simeon, why don't you start us off again, like always, baby? All right, so I just think reducers in general are kind of boring. There's like, they are like repeatable kind of like sentences, so... Um, I wish they would have added some sort of flavor to toughness and Vuln. Uh, those are like the most vanilla of all the reducers and willpower got like such a huge boost when it wasn't even good before. I feel like toughness could have had like some sort of additional thing. Like, you know, like you're tough, like you reduce damage by one and I don't know something else. And then Invuln. You could have been like increase defense by one and also reduce damage by two. Like give people a reason to want that power, I guess. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, this character doesn't have invincible or impervious. Then like I I don't want that reducer. You know whatever they have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just mentioned. Um, <clears throat> didn't technically really get changed from how it works, but Mastermind, I I want it to work differently. I've mentioned how I think Mastermind should be able to take damage from other people, should be able to divide damage that it is dealt, etc., etc. I feel like Mastermind should really just have total damage control. It should be really cool. It should be an awesome power. But that would add a ton of language to it for me to want it to work the way it does and then do all these extra things. Personally, that's what I would want Mastermind to be, specifically for just powers that they didn't change, except for cleanup language. Uh, Leap Climb, yeah, there is a change, very minor change, but for the most part, it is just making it all, you know, that picture, that dude running, improved movement, and then colored circle, colored circle, colored circle, colored circle. Um, and then obviously they took away the ability that was probably the most useful part, which was letting you be able to punch somebody on different elevations. So I don't, you know, leap climb, I think has been the great bane and the great problem 
with WizKids. It's it's probably been the power that has given them, you know, people talk about it the most and say like how useless and bad it is. So why can't they just make it useful and good? I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it really blows my mind. I There's some way to fix it. And yeah. it's not my job to tell you how to fix it, and I can't and think of a good way to fix having it. it. So traded or the people that are getting paid does not count. Better, like it's like, yeah. oh well, it, it combos with charge. Like, well, that's great for charge, but if I have just leap climb on my dial, it's still just moving. So yeah. All right, number six. Which powers and abilities that WizKids changed that you did it or didn't like, and why do you not like or like those changes? Wow. All right, so they changed in-cap. I think in-cap should have been an inherent power, like everything. Well, it kind of is. Um, but I think in-cap should have worked where well, you deal your damage. I don't think it should replace damage. I think it should just you deal your printed damage or you know, energy explosion or whatever, and then you add a token to the hit characters or hit character. I think it should combo with, like, uh, Quake and energy explosion. That would actually make me want end cap on my figure. Um, as is, it's not something I'm probably ever going to use unless I have, like, a triple target or at least a double target and a really decent attack value because, yeah, end cap's probably the last thing that character is going to do for me um i think leap climb they should just get rid of leap climb and combine it with flying leap and that would actually be something that i use um for all the reasons i've stated before uh pulse wave used to be when i first started playing this game pulse wave used to be called like the the great equalizer is what the venue that i started at called it uh, because no matter how good, and this was before everything had stop clicks and stuff, no matter how good your reducers and rollouts and everything were, how like stacked you were with you know entities and whatever, if you got pulse wave for like six damage, you just took that six damage. And so that was great when like Gore the God Butcher had the Black Lantern on him, and you were like, nah, I'm just going to hit you for a lot of damage, and you did. Um so yeah, I that's like the one reason I wish Pulse Wave would go back to the way it was. I'm fine with it being changed, but with as many how easy it is to add rollouts like the Wonder Woman team ability giving me plus one to super senses, scroll team ability giving me plus one to shape change, um, people that can pick a power or pick multiple powers. Like I can have a Franklin Richards who can give himself three rollouts on his own. And the fact that I, mean, I can be like, ah, pulse wave him for one just doesn't quite do it for me. So, it just doesn't quite do it for me anymore, babe. Uh, anyways, yeah, uh, I have the same thing written down. Um, I like the, I personally like the change to pulse wave. Um, that's, like I said prior, the teams I'm running, the teams I normally run, that is what hurts me the least i've never really put a lot of pulse wave on my team and honestly when i would put pulse wave on the team the main goal of the pulse wave was to hit a bunch of people with it too so it's it's not really a power that i i care 
you know, too much of a change. So I enjoy it. Uh, the willpower change. You know, they had to do something with willpower. You introduced a lot of dice rolls now, but whatever, it is what it is. But I think that's probably about the best way to, for when we think of willpower in terms of what willpower means, I think that's fine. Uh, the stealth change, I also like. It's just, it was another small step for teaching new players to learn the game where it's like, Yes, even though you're next to him, technically you can't see him, but you can't punch him. It, it was a whole thing. But yeah, it's like, yo, you're next to this guy. Y'all are both in the same bush. You can see each other. You can punch each other. It just it simplifies it. I don't like Leap Climb for a reason stated before. And I don't like TK. I TK was muddy with how moving some things around worked. But I, at the end of the day, you know, Magneto uses it to throw big old cars at people. You know, he uses it to move people around. I don't know how many times he quote unquote TK'd Wolverine to get him out of there. You know what I mean? Like, and I know it's not technically telekinesis. I'm using like a little, obviously there's a different X character, Professor X, duh, that uses TK in the exact same way uh, to throw things at people to whatever. Like now it's just, you can move a friendly person. You know, it's like, oh, I get that. You know, a lot of the time people are like, hey, is it okay if I use my weird mind powers on you? Um, but nine times out of 10, they move stuff like move objects around with their mind and other people around with their mind. They're not like Wolverine's like, yo, fling me into battle so I can jump at someone with my claw hands. No. So I just, I don't I mean, care for the change. That's the whole fastball all. special. Fling me into battle so I can use my The claw fastball hands. special isn't TK though. The fastball special is big, strong man throwing tiny Canadian boy. All right. I shouldn't call him boy. He's older than big, strong man. But yeah, like, the fastball special is a dude throwing another dude. That's it. Strong dude throwing like, and by the well, way, we don't have that power either. We don't have dude throwing dude power. We only have TK. Well, yeah, because it's what it's, it's what it's what <laughs> it's it's one character in the comic, two characters in the comic that even mm. sort of do this thing. And then on the off chance, Wolverine does it with the Hulk, you know? So like, let's, it doesn't happen a lot. I know we're hyper fixated on X-Men right now. And I, I can't believe I brought that up. It blows my mind. Uh, anyways, number seven. Overall, thoughts about the changes that WizKids did this time around for just the powers and abilities in the rulebook. Thoughts? Oh, sorry. Are any suggestions or advice for WizKids next time they change or fix specifically the powers and abilities card in the rulebook? Ooh, ah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say this super tentatively because I'm not 100%. Like, I'm okay with the new rules. I'm going to say that on the offset. Um but with that, WizKids, they actually seem to really know what they do, they're doing. Like, if you read through the pack and stuff, they actually seem to know what they're doing. The articles made fun of them a lot. Didn't like how they were written. Thought they were kind of silly. But I think WizKids actually knows what they're doing with the pack. I think um, whoever, like, did the changes, they actually play the game and they actually know what's going on, which is nice to see. Uh, but I think next time, a more timely rollout and less time, like leaving less time for speculation would be a really good benefit because, man, like when the, the slow trickle of the rules articles and like the slow like hints and drops of like information and stuff just caused so many people to panic about this, um, like the benching of powers. I really don't think Wonder like Wonder Woman's kind of bland. The set is kind of bland in like the commons and uncommons because of the benched powers. But at the same time, they found really unique ways around like hypersonic by giving people double charge and stuff like that. So it didn't end up being like the worst thing in the world. 
but yeah, they left way too much time open for people to like speculate about, you know, the the ceiling falling on them and uh you know, all that stuff. Yeah, man. Um, I, I once again, I, I pretty much agree with you. I do think that the rules they changed weren't ones I would have changed personally. Um, so, or, or the powers that I would have honestly changed either. But that's because I'm not paid to do so, and they didn't put a gun to my head and say, "You got to change this for Wonder Woman. Do it for Diana." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, so I don't know. Um, I like like you said, the articles were a little rough to read. You know, I don't like reading articles. Um, no offense to people that have blogs, but it is 2021. I'm not going to read your blog. You could be my best friend in the world. You could be my wife. You could be my family member. What I'm not going to read your blog. No offense. Once again, no offense. I know there are several here whose players that write blogs. I'll name them right now. Emily Michelle, wonderful lady. I'm not going to read your blog. Uh, Chris Cottrell, cool dude. Not going to read your blog. Um, there's a few other people, but it's like, you know what? I'm not going to read your blog, man. Um, so I don't like reading these blog posts either. I've just, that's, I'm not, a never been a blog person. I never got it. If you want to write in diary or a journal, go for it. Uh, I don't like blogs, man. I don't care for them. So I didn't care for these articles. They, they, they were muddied. They were weird. Um, they didn't bullet point them well enough, but as for the actual changes themselves, here's what I suggest. Next time you want to rework changes, uh, don't rework the powers and abilities. I think they're pretty much fine right now. Yeah, we have issues with them. And there are a few that I would personally change back to normal or better. Mastermind, please make it better. Please, I'm begging you. Um, but fix your garbage loopholes first. Fix your dumb after resolutions. Like, that bothers me more than anything. And you admitted to me through these rules articles and then through the changes to Iceman and Tri-Sentinel that you never are planning on fixing after resolutions. It's a fundamentally broken, stupid game mechanic that you guys have, and it bothers me to high heaven. I hate it. I hate the way after resolutions works and how I can just retaliate without whatever. I can do the after resolutions garbage. And then same thing with other stuff. And I know we can't technically TK objects anymore, but once again, that's just a bad workaround because you don't know how to fix the real problem. And I hate that. I hate that about you. You're a toxic personality whiz kids, and that's why I'm leaving you now. Um, it's but seriously, I hate that. That's that's really my least favorite thing. I mean, so I'm not gonna garbage loopholes yeah. first. And then and then worry about the powers and abilities. Like making leap climb worse was not shouldn't have been high on your to-do list. Fixing this garbage stuff that I've been having to deal with for years should have been on your to-do list. It sucks. Yeah. Um the yeah, that's all I gotta say like, about that, man. Errata should have been like an idea i mean we haven't gotten the comprehensive rules so maybe there is some sort of like fizzle effect kind of thing that'll check for a previously stated qualifier or something like that in the comprehensive rules who knows yeah but yeah they i mean it just comes down to they try to simplify the wording on the cards and it says like do this afterwards do this and it's like well clearly the intent seems to be that if you manage to do the first part, you could do the second part. But the way that the game works is if you activate the ability to do the first part, can't do the first part, then you just move on to the second part. And that seems real bad. Like maybe you have like a qualifier that actually forces them to do the first part. If they can't, then they don't get to do the second part. And 
I don't know how they would have fixed that, but I mean, I'm not the game company. I'm just the player and commentator. Hello. That's right. Hello. We are commentators. And and like someone said on Twitter earlier today, okay, you know, I'll get to that later, except I'll forget. Haha. But I want to finish Malcolm's questions here. Uh, last question. Do you think it will be easier to teach new players with these changes? Pretty cut and dry question. Simeon? Yeah. I'm just going to, yeah. For better or worse, I think the game's a lot more streamlined now. Um, I always qualify for better or worse because I don't necessarily think it's going to be amazing for older players. I think there's a lot to be like, a lot to be desired, but uh, it's definitely streamlined, and you can tell that the people that are making the changes actually know and play the game. Uh, I don't know if it was like Kenny or Scott or who was designing the new pack. But clearly they've taught players before and they've had these questions before and they've had it on their mind, like, how could we fix this? And they went about it and they actually did it. So kudos there. Um, there's still a few holes left to be filled. And hopefully the comprehensive rules clarifies, like, all of those. But, yeah, I'm going to say WizKids did a good job with this. Um, and that's as someone that's still not 100% on board with the new rules. I think they did a good job making it easier to teach a new player i'm going to slightly disagree with simian i think they made it easier for a new player to teach themselves i think they made it harder for us to teach new players mostly because it's hard to unlearn stuff so for the way malcolm has it worded do you think it's gonna be easier to teach new players no i think it's honestly gonna be difficult for me to teach new players but that's me well, that is me not being able to fully now, comprehend that's yeah. gonna be in like two years when yeah. you're used to now, these rules. Uh, I think yeah. in two years when it's normal, yes, absolutely. Although I do think if, yeah, in the Waterman book, the rule book looks very nice. However, um, it's not small and compact like the old rule book. And I would prefer that, honestly. Yeah, sure, it was great. It was boring. It looked like a prison handbook, whatever. <laughs> um, having to So when I would learn the game, when I was learning the game, when my family would go on road trips, I would just take the pack and the rule book and a couple of character cards that I had. And I would just, I would read it, you know, that was my, I would read it two or three times over the course of road trip. And then I would read whatever a book or a comic book or something else I had. Cause I was younger and I didn't care that much. I totally learned how to play Heracles. But now I'm thinking if I had to carry around this big, like square rectangle magazine thing, as opposed to a much smaller, easier thing to carry around, it would just be hard. Like that's me personally. You know, and it's also like when it's that big and floppy, if you're trying to sit down and read it, it's also going to be a little it's also going to be a little hard to read as well. So I think the size was a bad idea for how big they made the the rule book. Um, besides that, meh, everything else is fine. But for, for right now, I think it's going to be harder for me to teach people in a year. Absolutely. I think they have streamlined streamlined the game a lot. So Malcolm, thank you. Thank you for your questions. And thank you for letting us have the opportunity to answer them. And guess what? We didn't miss your questions this week, so it's pretty cool. Uh, anyways, to cap the show, we're going to go ahead and jump into a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. So he says... Uh, it used to be pretty classic to bump attack or damage, but don't underestimate bumping your range or movement. That one square could really be enough to knock your opponent off. 
likely we'll see this under the new rules. So basically, I'm Monkey. Sorry, that was too easy to say because he had monkeys in his little gif. Um, no, I would say most times movement for charge, yes. Movement for running shot, no. It should always be range for running shot, then movement for charge. Uh, but being able to keep out of your opponent's range is huge. And then because your, your perplex isn't going to be going into damage anymore, just period, fact of life, um, I think we'll probably see more people be being perplexed up, whatever, speed on a charged piece or a hypersonic piece or range on a, like a running shot piece. So yeah, yeah, just just something to keep in mind, guys. Um, and then really honestly, when you do have perplex, think about like, oh, what would what would what would happen if I perplex my range instead? You know, look at like, oh, that people those people only have sidestep or charge. They themselves don't have range, or they have a short range. I have a longer range. If I just increase my range by one, you know, this becomes a. I don't even have to perplex up my defense. I don't have to worry about them maybe hitting me. I can perplex up my range, and then I know they can't hit me. Yeah, which is also huge. Sadly, so just think, just something to think about. Perplex it might also, it might also lead into, uh, like fourteen attacks becoming the norm. Like fourteen attack, like eleven printed plus three perplex. Oh, yeah, maybe. And then, oh, yeah. your, your defense, like energy shield, defend, all that just doesn't matter at all because they've got a fourteen coming at you. Who knows? Coming at you. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right, uh, but that will be the end of the show. I was originally going to tack on a bunch of Falcon Winter Soldier talk, but we got to wrap this show up, my guys, my fellas. But here is a, a quick sneak peek. Simeon and I want to make a generic nerd podcast where we can do things like talk about movies that come out, like Godzilla versus Kong, Snyder Cuts, talk about TV shows week to week, comic books week to week. We already do a little bit of that discussion on this show, and we... We just we also like talking about it, D&D, cosplay conventions. We've done those Dial C for conventions episodes. So we just wanted to make a more generic nerd podcast that will cover a whole bunch of bases. So just kind of be on the lookout for that, guys. We'll the share Witcher. it all over the place. It'll be on a separate iTunes. Hobby. See, and that's the probably Witcher. the worst part is that Simeon may be able to talk about The Witcher we'll more. Do a full 10-part um, series on the intricacies of Gwent. And you can do that on your own time when I'm not on the show. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, that's something to just sort of keep in mind. However, me and Simeon have not thought of a name yet. So if you have a name for our generic nerd geek podcast, and keep in mind, you can't just be like Dial C for Charisma or like Roll for Charisma or like Cosplay Conventions and whatever. Like, you know, try to make it generic, but not too generic. And then it obviously can't be like specifically like to Marvel, to DC, to whatever, right? So... Yeah, just sort of keep that in mind. So if you guys have any ideas for a name for this generic nerd podcast that me and I want to do, feel free to message the page. You can message the page with questions like Malcolm or with a name for this podcast that we want to start by going to our Facebook. So facebook.com slash Dial H for Heroclix. Our Twitter is at Dial H4. That's the number four Heroclix. Uh, and then you can also write us an email at gmail.com. We did get some emails uh, from... I forget his name, but he sent us a few emails. Um, but they're because I got so lazy, they're kind of old now. I think it was like, what were our thoughts about Wonder Woman halfway through? Wonder Woman was getting spoiled. But anyways, send us an email. Uh, it's at, sorry, there's no at sign yet. It's dial H clicks all spelled out at gmail.com. So if you want to write in with a name for our new podcast or just some questions like what Malcolm had, feel free to do so. 
do so at those places. If you are interested in Sculpt Swap and all that stuff, I'll put it in the description below to a link to our YouTube channel. Um, our Patreon hit $101 this month, which is another huge thing because now Simeon and I are contractually obligated to do a live in-person maybe challenge game uh, every single month. So I I like the world we built with Extreme Rules. I like the Rowdy Ranch Hand and the Billy and Clicks Brews. Well, not really the Billy and Clicks Brews. I have a personal vendetta against that one. Um, I want my belt back so bad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, but since we hit over $100 on Patreon, we are going to be able to start doing live in-person videos with crazy rules that can be our hot ones where we have hot wings every single round and then play hero clicks which is a painful way to play hero clicks um or uh, once again extreme rules where we have either physical challenges or we just hurt each other uh as the game goes on which is just really fun so let us know what kind of crazy challenge games you want us to play and i already have a few lined up simi and i if we can make it work, we're going to film a live video this weekend. But if you support us on Patreon, you'll be able to see going forward, you'll be able to see all these games a week before they are officially released on YouTube. So like when Extreme Rules 2 finally comes out and we're going to have other wrestling videos in between like Extreme Rules 2, the release of WWE Wave 2 and then. But when like big stuff like that comes out, if you support us at any level on patreon you'll be able to see those a week early before it is so it's pretty awesome so the promos are going to sound weird and we're going to say july 27th i'm going to beat your butt but then you guys get to see it july 20th which is pretty cool so uh support us on patreon we're also giving away a bunch of stuff uh that would be last month but this month we're probably going to give away wonder woman stuff since that's the set that's coming out so that is all my plugs thank you guys so much for listening to the show and that's all i gotta say about that yeah. So if you want to pick up some Wonder Woman's or, you know, you can still pre-order WWE Wave 2, it'll get here eventually. I promise you that. Actually, I don't because you can hold me to it and I can't I can't actually say that. So, uh if you want to pre-order any of that, you can do so at coolstuffinc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. You can even get those D&D figures that we're doing the sculpt swap with, even though you've only seen one at this point. I have multiples. You'll see what the next one is next episode. But yeah, you can get all of that at coolstuffinc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including the stuff that I just said. So check them out at coolstuffinc.com. Happy trails. Mutt, 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 mutt